Hello everyone, welcome to a special... Hello everyone, welcome to Easy Keeper. I, I don't know why I said special, nothing special about this. No, I, not really. going to hell, but we're staying the same. To heck! This is a good, clean podcast. This episode's probably going to end up being explicit, yeah. isn't it? So, I, before we get started with this episode, I'm just going to... There's some content warning in the description, because this movie's a lot. This movie's a lot. This movie's a lot. It's it's a lot. So Yeah. 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 We're, we're talking about Freeway today, which Jaden... Uh-huh. Possibly the last instance of this ever occurring. Ever. Yeah. Saw, he saw this movie in the theater. Yeah, I I went to a to Cinematic in Winnipeg. If you're in Winnipeg, definitely recommend uh, going there. Good place. They show a lot of good movies. Uh, and you know, I, I went and I went and saw this last uh, last Saturday. So by the time this is uploaded, that'd be a week ago from yesterday, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it was. I mean, even going there. A lot of people, like, you know, the, the bus was empty. The theater, you know, there were, like, ten people in there. They have seating for, like, 80, so it was good vibes. Good. Um, good vibes. Every, everybody else, everybody who was there was uh, was just white men. A lot of them were significantly older than me. Oh. Proud for this movie. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, but I, I got to see I it was great seeing it uh, seeing a Kiefer movie in theaters. Uh, overall, I'd say personally, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you're gonna shoot me for this one. Uh, I think this is this is the best one we've had to watch for this podcast. Okay, in my opinion, here's the thing. Yeah, I hated watching this movie. I don't think it's a terrible movie. I think it's a well done movie. I, really? But I just, it was deeply, it was a very, it's a very difficult to watch movie, I would argue. There's See, a lot for of me, uncomfortable scenes. for me, that, yeah, there is an uncomfortability, <laughs> but for me, that kind of ends the moment that Reese Witherspoon pulls that gun out. That is fair. That, like, so there's still uncomfortable moments, but the tone of the film, like, entirely shifts. Yeah. And it's just like, uh oh. Well, okay. Before let's we get a... into it, let's, let's get it. What's this movie about? So, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, so, this movie is just a, a uh, the 90s Californian version of Little Red Riding Hood. Um, yeah, basically. I mean, that's like what they were explicitly going for. That's why Kiefer Sutherland is named Bob Wolverton. That's why Reese Witherspoon is always wearing a red jacket. And that's why she's going to her grandma's. See, okay, because I, I, I definitely got, like, the at the end, I thought that was supposed to be the big joke of, like, mm, oh, he's doing mm-hmm. the little Red Riding Hood thing. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. the, it the whole way through, but that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her boyfriend's name is Chopper Wood. Okay. Although he's he's very inconsequential. He gets shot in, like... In like the first couple of minutes of the movie. Huh. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Reese Witherspoon plays uh, a character who is she's she's a teenager and um she's a juvenile delinquent, and her parents get seized by the cops because they're bad parents, and she almost has to go back into the foster care system, but she says no, no, 
I'm going to go to my grandma's. And on the way to her grandma's, her car breaks down. Well, and... hold on, hold on. Look, the way that she goes, she she doesn't go into foster care. Is She handcuffs her... Uh, parole officer. Yeah, her parole officer to a bed frame. To a bed Very frame. Very Jack Bauer-esque. Yeah. Might I add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, then she... Uh... Like she chains the prison in the bed frame, meets up with her boyfriend to be like, "Hey, I'm going, I'm going up north." And her boyfriend's like, "Here, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this," and hands her a gun. And she's like, "Oh, look, a gun!" And then he says, "Yeah, to sell. Yeah, when you get you know. up north, you're gonna sell the gun for money." And she's like, "Oh, thank you." They they get like, like the 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 two scenes that he's on screen. It's mostly just him and Reese Witherspoon just macking. Yeah. Just making out, just snogging, just, just just going, just pounding it. Yeah. Um anyway, she kisses him, she drives away, and then like immediately some guys roll up in a car and just shoot him to death. Yeah. And it's um, pretty good. Like his his death scene pretty dang good. Like, yeah. You can barely tell that he he's dead. He just kinda like does one last little slump over? Yeah. He's like, you know, dude, he's like holding his guts as the blood comes out. He's like lying on the sidewalk like, Ugh. It's It's very good to juxtapose this with the, uh, with a later scene. Mm. Kind of just like, ah, you'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he dies. This, she's on the road. Her car breaks down. Kiefer Sutherland says, hey, I'll give you a ride, buddy. And then the, the really uncomfortable part of the film begins where Kiefer Sutherland reveals that he is um, he's like a I can't remember like exactly what he is, whether he's a psychiatrist. Yeah, he's or like, like a, he's a psychologist at a school for boys. He's a counselor. Yeah. yeah um and, you know, because it's just like the medical. There's uh, delineations between some of those words that I can never remember. Anyways, and so he just says, hey, let's do some psychoanalysis while, while on the way up north. And she's like, OK. And so, like, for the first bit, it, it's all right. You know, and yeah, then they go just kind of for... like genuinely seems to like be doing a good job at just like, you know, talking to her about past trauma and getting her to open up. Yeah, and, and you then know, it and goes then be, into yikes mode. Then it goes into yikes mode, where their conversations become very sexual, but mostly from Kiefer's end. And then he makes her say some things, and she's like, "I don't like that." And then he's like, "Ooh, yeah, ooh." Uh, and then she figures out that he's actually the serial killer that she's been seeing on TV recently. Um, and then he, he you know, he pulls out a razor blade. It's like, Dah, take your pants off. And she's like, okay, okay, give me a second. And then she just she just pulls out a gun. Yep. And, and holds it to his head, and he immediately crumples. It's like, I don't know. I found that part very satisfying. Yeah. Pretty hilarious. Um and then she ba- she like gets him to pull over. I can't remember. Sorry, I saw this movie a while ago, so I'm still piecing it together. He she first she shoots him in the head might i add oh well i we, yeah i was gonna i wasn't sure how was, detailed wait, we was, wanted yeah, to go must have, they pulled over she shot him in um, like the lip kind of a thing like in the jaw it was it, it's it, it's kind of like hard to tell but 
Yeah. Well, I mean, so, that's like, why he specifically has all those problems with his jaw later on in the film. Yeah, but like in the moment, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's true. And then anyway, but then he's alive. Um, so then she, they both get out of the car, and she she doesn't double tap him. She unloads <laughs> a the magazine. Full clip. <laughs> she just goes at this guy, and she's like, "Huh." Okay, and then she, like, goes to a diner, just, like, covered in blood, and the waitress is like, uh... Jaden, I'm sorry, you can't skip over the shooting star. Oh my, I forgot about that! So she, she shoots him, and then she, she like... Oh, you just explained it, you she saw this movie last she's, she's, like, apparently she's super religious, so she, before she shoots him in the car... She asks him if he accepts Jesus as his savior. I f- and then after she- Do you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? What? I promise I do, yes! And then he gets shot. But then after she unloads the mag into him, she she's praying, and then she's like, just give me a sign that you don't hate me. And there's just this, like mid-90s action-adventure game-looking shooting star going across mm-hmm. the sky. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to the diner covered in blood. Then she goes to the diner covered in blood, and then, you know, the cops come and they find her. Um, I can't remember exactly how soon it's revealed that Kiefer's still alive, but long story short, he ends up, like, stumbling into the, the like, you know, into, at the, into the reception at a hospital, it's a pretty good scene. He's just like, and the nurse is like, "Fam, you okay?" And he's like, Bleh. he's like covering his eye because he got shot in the eye. Yeah. Um, and like his mouth. Anyway, there's some stuff with that. Uh, Reese Witherspoon gets arrested. Some guys, some investigators, come and talk to her for a bit. One of those investigators was uh-huh. one of the Marines from A Few Good Men. So. Oh. Would you look at that? Um, oh, sorry, I forgot to. If we're gonna, if we're gonna play that, if we're gonna play that game, her boyfriend. Uh, he's he's actually in things too. You want to know what he's in? What is he? Fargo season two. <laughs> the stars are aligning, Zachary. And they're shooting across the sky. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, toxic investigators. Um. I can't really, uh, I love how combative she is with that officer who really wants to exploit her. Yeah. Uh, or at least parts of that. I don't like when she says that slur. That was not. Yeah, see, that's. So when you're, when you're talking about the uncomfortable scenes, it's like kind of that first half hour, that scene, and then, and then we'll get to, so she goes to prison. Um, she like beats the crap out of this girl, goes to solitary after like I forgot to mention before that there's like her trial, which is hilarious, amazing. Kiefer Sutherland comes in with all his his medical issues. Yeah, it's it's very very basically, good. They no one believes that Kiefer was the because he was the I ninety five killer. No one believes that, so mm-hmm. they just think that that Vanessa mur- like tried to murder this guy for $300 to take the money in as well, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, go to court. She gets arrested. Uh, sent to jail. Sent to jail. Uh, she beats up this girl, goes to solitary, gets out of solitary, kind of makes an escape plan. Then there's a scene where she just 
the the glue sniffer yeah in the so, bed next to her because she's she's at like a juvenile for, uh detention facility yeah there's, yeah there's this this girl uh in the bunk beside her who says she's in for huff and paint or something or sniffing glue yeah and <sighs> so then she at at one point is just like hey I want to make out with you, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon's like, okay. And I'm like, why did you... Why did you put this in the yeah, see, film? Yeah, see, those things, like, there's just a lot of moments in there. It's like, this really doesn't... Yeah. ...do anything? It just kind yeah. of, like, is like, whoa, we're, like, edgy. Like, Some of the other edgy stuff was all right. But, yeah, this one in particular is just like, all right. Yeah, so she makes a... She basically, she... She makes a shiv out of a toothbrush... Mm-hmm. she learned that from her stepdad um then uh, they go into the bathroom they're like getting transferred yeah. they're they're yeah. on a, i don't know a day out or something and then they bamboozle their officers just kill them uh the latina girl just like stomps in this one woman's head that part was pretty good yeah because she was basically um, there because like the i don't know i guess she was basically the warden of the place that they're at yeah 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 so they do that. Then Reese Witherspoon continues her quest of going to her grandma's. Meanwhile, the investigators figure out that Kiefer Sutherland is a really bad guy. Um, I'm just trying to like move on so we can actually talk yeah. about the movie instead yeah. of just saying the movie. Um, then she like walks into her grandma's, gets to the grandma's trailer park, uh, walks inside. It's like, hey, grandma, grandma. Grandma, what's up? And then she, like, walks over to her grandma's bed. And then, yeah, it's literally just Little Red Riding Hood. Kiefer Sutherland is lying there covered in, like, blankets and stuff. So she can't tell that it's not her grandma because she's never met her grandma. Yeah. Um. And then she just walks over and then says, My, what ugly teeth you have, Bob. <laughs> and then, you know, there's a confrontation. And then he's just like... I killed your grandma, and uh, uh uh-oh, and she's like, "Uh uh-oh, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, then people just shoot each other, uh, and then she wins, and then she just starts, like, laughing and smiling, and then the movie ends on that freeze frame. Well, no, because she laughs and smiles with the detectives, because they're With the detectives, yeah. But they don't do anything, she's just, I don't even remember what she said, but it's like some one-liner, and then they all just, like, it's like that classic movie ending of, like, the, hey, whatever, and then they're like... They all just break in the laughter. It's yeah. weird. I loved it, honestly. This movie is like, for me, this movie represents like the perfect kind of '90s trash. Like I could see that. It's like it's it's the like I'm not saying that this movie is is anything amazing. I'm saying that like I don't know it 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 dragged a lot less than pretty much everything else we've watched for That's this. Fair. Um, like it has a good energy. It continues going. Reese Witherspoon is really enjoyable to watch. So like, even though I'm not getting Kiefer 100% of the time, the person I'm watching in place of him was worth my time, in my opinion. Um, you know, it's got action parts. It's got, it's pretty funny, but yeah, like overall, this is a, this is an incredibly flawed film, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I maybe this was because I wasn't like watching it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I was watching it on my computer and like I was like pausing constantly because I was also getting uh, just doing other stuff. 
Yeah, I don't. It just it never. It, it didn't accomplish. It it to me it just didn't. It set out to do like to tell like this kind of dark story, and it never. I don't know. It just didn't do enough to accomplish that. What 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 could they have done to make it like a dark, wh- whatever I, you thought that their premise was? I just thought it was just kind of like trying to. It just. It, it had so many like kind of serious elements, and it, but like. The movie overall, the tone just didn't fit. I don't know. That's. I don't know how to put it. I like I I could see you being like turned off by that if you didn't for me the tone like is entirely what works about this movie is that it's just uh, it's just like it's over the top it's cheesy but like parts of it that are competently done so it's not just like you guys get it no it's funny because it's not fun to watch um anyway i do say i will say um the 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 sound effects in this movie are awful, just just terrible. The guns are, wow, just I didn't notice that much of that. Really? Okay. Hmm. I, don't know, I feel like they're they're few and far between between enough that they get away with it. Yeah, that's fair. I just like I noticed that. I think the first time one goes off, I was like, wow, that's that's and maybe it's because I was watching it in a theater, so like. I, I, I got the I got the full experience, man. You can't even say you can't even be critical of this film because I saw it in a movie theater and you didn't. Honestly, I don't entirely disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, part of me wants to watch it again with you. The other part of me just like, I don't know, doesn't care enough to watch this movie again. See, um, I would say this is definitely one of the better movies that we've watched, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's the best. What's the best one for you? That, I don't, I would say at this point, it's a toss up between Article 99 and Dark City. Oh yeah. I think, an Article 99, I think that's mostly just because we, that was after a few stinkers, but. Yeah, you, you, see for me, um, okay, I mean like, there's also a difference between, like, how much I enjoyed each movie and, like, my objective rating of each That's, movie. Because, yeah. like, objectively, A Few Good Men is the best movie we've watched. Yeah. Like, there's no way around that. But, uh, yeah, I'd say in terms of my favorites, it's between this and, and, and Dark City. Um, it probably means that Dark City's overall the best. I honestly, honestly. put Article 99, like, below... Um, even stuff like Truth or Consequences and Lost that, Boys. That's fair. I mean, I would I would put it below Truth or Consequences. Maybe actually thinking about it, but I don't actually no. I would see. I would be more. Uh, maybe this is just. I like to think of this kind of stuff in rewatchability. But I would. I. I, mm-hmm. I would be more. I'd want to rewatch Article Ninety Nine more than Truth or Consequences, personally. You know, I think you're right on that. But also, like, just the consequences. For me, I think it's what what killed Article 99 for me is, like, the last. It just kind of starts to drag near the end, whereas, like, Truth or Consequences starts to pick up at the end. That's fair. <laughs> so that last, you know, the ending of a movie, I thought we recently watched uh, Interstellar here. I was like, this movie's fine. This movie's whatever. And then, like, 
the last, like, the final portion of that movie happened, I'm like, this movie's great. This movie rocks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so all I mean to say is the ending of the movie uh, really does impact my opinion. But, yeah, I can see, like, not not jiving with this one as much, especially by yourself. Like, I mean, even when I, although, like, when I was watching it, I was feeling pretty uncomfortable with all the, all the, the men just kind of watching this movie especially with like that opening sequence where it's like yeah all these drawings that was weird. these sexualized drawings of like you know underage women being chased by wolves the only good part about that's the, the opening titles in this movie is the song and overall that uh the the score for this movie was was a highlight for me danny elfman does a very danny elfman job uh <laughs> Like it just kind of worked for the the off kilter tone of this movie. Yeah, I want to get into this is this is probably the movie that I've most noticed the most kind of just production wise kind of just weird things. Mm. Like I it I don't know what the budget of this thing was, but like yeah, there's some stuff that if this is a theatrical movie, like this is just kind of you, you can't do that. Like when they're when they're parking the car, um, when Vanessa's yeah. car breaks down initially, you could straight up see. Like a C stand and a bounce just in the reflection. When Kiefer's driving that car, he's just going mm-hmm. to town on that steering wheel. You know, it's very. Oh, yeah, that, that too. That like, too was hilarious. Stuff like that. Like the. All the town, yeah. every different town looks the exact same. Mmm. Uh, I, I, th- I thought they did an okay job with, um, with, uh, varying the the towns but that's also just me and i'm not my eyes aren't i don't have god tier film school eyes you may have seen this in theaters but i am a yeah. film student there we go that that balances it out huh man um let's talk about Kiefer. let's talk about Kiefer's looks in this movie i was gonna say Kiefer's looks in this movie they're so good let's um talk, specifically let's talk, let's get into the lookbook what, what is i think glasses the glasses at the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, nay. I'm gonna say big old nay. Yeah, they're not. They're not great. I mean, like they're good at making him feel like a serial killer creep, but also Kiefer Sutherland's, you know, pretty much objectively the best actor of all time. So, like, I want him to be as comforting as possible. Exactly. <laughs> the glasses, even though he almost always plays villains. Um. He should be Kiefer Sutherland. He's Kiefer Sutherland should get into wrestling. I think you know. Yes, that's what we need—a a fifty-something-year-old wrestler. Yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish he had, you know, I wish he had gotten into wrestling several years ago. But I anyways, mean, he did rodeo. That's basically wrestling. That's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do love me some good rodeo. Um, but yeah. then once he gets once he uh, once he gets all messed up, that's it's, it's a lot. The ultimate look, um, you know, especially when he's got the head brace on at the start of the movie. Um, also, when he's like the scene when the investigators show up to his house and are like, "Hey, ma'am, can I look in that shed?" and she's like, "I wouldn't know how to get into that shed," and then they like break the lock, and all this child pornography pours out. <laughs> And the wife's like, whom's did it? 
And then she just like runs upstairs, pulls out a gun, and yeah, uh, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. Anyway, he's like he like pulls up to his house after this scene occurs, and I just remember liking the outfit that he was wearing in that scene, That's being fair. like, "Dang, dude, this is a, this is a good outfit, Kiefer." Dressing to impress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Is this movie a Kiefer? Yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know. I'm gonna. What? I'm gonna say you yes. definitely. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. You've I'm gonna definitely say yes. like. I'm gonna say yes, but only barely. Really, only barely. Okay. I don't know. On reflection, I like it more than I did watching it. But I don't know. You're telling me. I'm telling you. That this is so like if I remember correctly. Did we give Flatliners a Kiefer? I couldn't remember. I'm sure we did not. I yeah, that's what I mean, is that, like, this is... Yeah, it's better than that. But also, the, the designation is completely arbitrary. That is also true. I just could not believe if you didn't give a Kiefer to my favorite one. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Trivia. Trivia. The photo. Okay, this is IMDb trivia. Everyone's favorite segment. Um, let's start off with uh, this one. Uh, the photo of Vanessa, Reith Witherspoon's father that she shows to Bob Kiefer Sutherland, is of mass murderer Richard Speck. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, he's. I knew. IMDb. I, I. I like looked at that and I was like. I was like, that guy's definitely. I'm not. I had no clue about this, but I was like, hey, that's odd. That guy's got to be somebody messed up. Like, wow. Okay, yeah, this guy's not a good guy. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> the fake blood used in the truck stop scene produced an allergic reaction to Reese Witherspoon's skin. Dang. Trivia. Is that. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, you'll never believe this one, Jaden. Reese Witherspoon used an exaggerated version of her natural accent for the role of Vanessa Lutz. Wow. Her in the movie, her she it's like the most southern. Yeah. Like, simple, you know. I don't know too much about book smarts. So basically, in my opinion, this movie is just like the prequel to Legally Blonde. Yeah. Um, where she's just like before she turned like valley girl uh, and like completes high school this is just like her origin story anyways yeah oh yeah yeah so that's imdb trivia let's move on to amazon reviews hi everybody welcome to amazon reviews today the first review is from rambo smith yes. Five stars. Wild ride. I learned some new swear words, but I loved it and will buy another copy. <laughs> kind of corny sometimes, but I was cheering for Reese all the way. Yeah, so when he says buy another, when they say buy another copy, they mean, because it says, you know, format DVD. Like, they did not, yeah. like, wow. Anyway, that's, I, so, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Um... 
A lot of these are, like, really long. Yeah. And they're all, like, five stars. Let's see what people who hated absolutely horrible yeah. from man underscore invisible. Thank God for the opening credit sequence, which blatantly clues us in that this nihilistic, awful, stupid, painfully unfunny black comedy is a modern-day take on the Little Red Riding Hood story. Otherwise, it'd just be another one of those movies about sarcastic teens on a road trip to nowhere. Wait a second. That's what this is. Sarcastic teens? There's only one teen, idiot. There's one, there's one main teen. I mean, yeah, she teens up, teams up with other teens. She anyway. teens up. She teens up. I wonder why I'm so resistant towards Reese Witherspoon. I think it's probably because in every movie I've seen her in, she's forced to talk with a strained accent that makes fingernails on a chalkboard sound like a beef oven symphony. <laughs> She's forced to act like such a resilient baby. Here, I was hoping for someone would stock a, stuff, stuff a sock in her mouth. Mm. Kiefer Sutherland, on the other hand, fares really well as the child molester psychologist who picks her up. And it's unfortunate that his scenes are limited. As for the supporting cast, I hated just about every apathetic, violent, and stupid character that walked by. It seems like everyone who likes this movie is on the serious indie trip where they can't discern art from playing down garbage. Thinks it's cool to support this stuff because it's the quote-unquote in thing. Oliver Stone, who executive produced this crap, fared better with natural board killers. Even, quote, the doom generation, end quote, is superior to Freeway. Is that a movie? I, I don't know. I'm wondering if he's just talking about everybody who grew up playing, you know, the video game Doom. You know, there's no, there's no millennials, there's no Gen Z. Oh no, this it's just is the a... Doom generation and the Doom Three generation. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Oh my goodness, this movie looks so. This movie looks so bad. So it's Pulp in fiction. It's in the director's trilogy. That this director made a trilogy of movies that is known as the Teenage Apocalypse uh, trilogy. Oh. Uh, what's the what's the cast? You got people I've never heard of. Hell yeah! But I think I've been in things, so other people will probably know. Oh man, the leading lady is uh, the uh, she had a brief role in Encino Man, so she's officially the greatest actor of all time. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Encino Man? That movie's. <laughs> I can never remember. Is that the one where Brendan That's, Fraser's a caveman? Yeah, yeah, he's a caveman. I've never I seen get it. That one confused with um, what's the one where the the family gets the robot and it has sex with them. I <laughs> I, could, I could not of, tell you. We watched part of it in my psychology class in grade twelve on just a day when like we got through part of Time Bandits because it was the end of the semester, uh-huh. and then the next class he just put on this movie. Uh, what is Brendan Fraser in this, or no, is this somebody else? I, I want to say Robin Williams in it, but I don't think he is. Okay, robot that moves. It's not short. Straight. What is that? Robot that moves in with family. No. No, I'm. That's a wrong. That's not no. real steel. It's, I do love real steel, though. That movie is like. It's real. Yeah. And it's steel. It's not the Iron Giant. <laughs> what ye- well, like approximately it was 90s. what years? Okay, here we go. I mean, that would make sense as to why you'd confuse it with Encino Man. It's got a similar name, I think. 
Not oh, bicentennial man. Bicentennial man. You get bicentennial man. Encino man, bicentennial <laughs> man. They're both made of words. That's true. It does. No, Encino's a place. Right. You were right. Yeah. And then he has. Oh, it's made. It's it's uh it's based on uh, an Asimov story. Yeah, you didn't know it. Yeah. I knew it. that. Remember, we could have bought a poster for that movie. Yeah, we could have. That's when we bought our Wild Wild West movie. This is all getting cut. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> another uh, final review <laughs> that we've got is here from uh, Raquele. <laughs> could not tell you how to pronounce that one. Uh, call it one star. Bad, bad, bad. Um... I cannot believe this movie. This is a very explicit movie with very harsh sexual language. I love Reese Witherspoon, and she acted her part very well, but it does not make up for the horrible content. This movie took a little girl and turned her into something horrible. Not even halfway through the movie, I had to turn it off. I would not recommend this to anyone to watch or waste their money on renting it. Okay, so you said that was the last one. Yeah. But I have a counter-argument, and it comes from Miss Poppy Dixon. Okay. I'm late on me. The best Christian movie ever. <laughs> <I've> just... <laughs> You've heard a lot of complaints these days about Hollywood ignoring the Christian market, but this little sleeper puts that misconception to bed. The daughter of a drugged-out street hooker, Vanessa, Reese Witherspoon, stru struggles to improve herself in school. At home, she fends off the sexual advances of her... Mother's drug addict, her mother's drug addict boyfriend is actually her mother's drug addict husband. So watch yeah. the movie maybe. After a disturbing scene with the boyfriend, I don't want to spoil it for you. Vanessa runs away. <laughs> Vanessa runs away to, to live spoil? with her grandmother. He tries to he... grope her. Yeah, like it's in the first. It's in like the first. Wait, with her boyfriend minutes. or with her her with, mother's drug addict boyfriend? Yeah, with the with the stepdad. Sorry, they just don't they don't really specify. They just say with her boyfriend. That is true. Anyway, when her car breaks down on the freeway, Bob Donald Sutherland. Mm hmm. It's not mm -hmm. Donald Sutherland it's, actually. It's very my, much not. my 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 fellow. It's not. But okay, so Bob is played by Donald Sutherland now, and he stops lender a hand and offers to drive her to her grandmother's house. Posing as a sympathetic ear, this devious serial killer gets Vanessa to reveal her innermost secrets and concerns to him. Just when Bob is about to kill Vanessa, she turns the tables on him. After a long conversation, she convinces Bob to accept Jesus Christ into his heart as his personal savior. The scene is touching and reveals that Vanessa, though troubled, is dedicated to bringing the message of Jesus to others in any way she can. Cinematically, it's a great shot. It's not, but okay. Unlike the characters in most Christian movies, Vanessa is complex, multi-dimensional, and a pleasure to watch. As you never know what she's going to do next. So did she <laughs> stop? I'm assuming this person stopped watching the movie after after Kiefer dies. Because I'm, I'm assuming they're like, wow, this is just, this is really, sh I, this, I'm not really sure what the rest of this is. But it must be just like a happy wrap up. Yeah, you never know what she's going to do next because you didn't finish the movie. You didn't finish the movie. I mean, did she even start the movie? Because she doesn't know who's in it. Yeah. So thanks, Miss Poppy Dixon.
Thank you, Amazon. To be fair, she watched it on VHS, so it's very hard to tell. To tell if that's Kiefer or not. <laughs> okay, so moving on to Kiefer news, there is none. So. Dang it! What about? Okay, what if I give you another another review? Hit it on me. Coming to us from Cool Guy Fifty One. Hell yeah! One of the best movies ever made. <laughs> Freeway. Is the story of a girl who's a whose drug dealing, prostituting parents are shipped off to prison, and she decides to flip her social services advisor the finger and take off on her own. After getting into a car with a strange man, the adventure goes on and on. Freeway is a highly original, well acted, and well written movie starring Reese, Reese Witherspoon and Kiefer Sutherland. It is funny, disturbing, scary, and clever at all at the same time. Freeway is quite one possible one of the best movies ever made. The direction is stylish and sophisticated. The acting is award-winning. The writing is even better. And as a whole, Freeway is one hell of a movie. Fun movie that lures you in for a ride on the roller coaster to hell and back. I highly recommend Freeway to anyone. And for the low, low price of bracket, dollar sign, dollar sign. Bracket. I recommend that you buy it and enjoy this genius piece of film forever. So he said award winning. He's not wrong. This, oh, uh, yeah? Reese Witherspoon won Best Actress at Cognac uh-huh. Festival de Film Polisaire. Oh. So. Everybody knows that's the festival you gotta go to. Yeah. It's a festival that started off, you know. Also, she she, uh, won Best Actress at the Catalonian International Film Festival, but that's not as fun to say. Yeah, it's the other one. Um, uh, You know they made a sequel to this? Yeah, I don't know how... Does it even have... It has nobody from the first one. The the idea, the, the fact that makes it a sequel is that it's another... Uh, like story, yeah. it's like another fairy tale. So I think that one's. Um, I think the sequel is what they call Hansel bad? and Gretel. Ah. Oh yeah, it's probably it's probably like bad because there's no way I'd want to look. As much as even I enjoyed this movie, I would not sit down and watch the direct-to-video sequel for it. Okay, what are we watching next week? It's up to me this time. Yeah, I guess. Okay, 1969 or The Land Before Time X, The Great Long Neck Migration. Those are your is, two choices. Is 1969 he... and The Land Before Time 10. Oh, no! You can't! It, I mean, it's gonna be a bad one regardless. <laughs> Keep in mind, I've seen maybe the first Land Before Time, and I don't remember a single thing from it. I don't remember anything about them either. Um. You know, we've been getting too adult recently. I think we need... <laughs> We need to calm things down. What watch us some, watch us some Land Before Time ten. <laughs> Let's see if we can find it. Yeah, I'm. Can't believe I cannot believe you're making me. I can't believe we're watching this. I'm not making you do anything. That's true. I can't believe I the gods. Gun, but you're pointed at us. I can't believe. It's on Google Play. Okay. Do I really have to pay money for this? I will e-transfer you $4. Okay, thank you. <laughs> In these trying times. Yeah. This is, I had to uh, spend all my money on Animal Crossing. It's an hour and 25 minutes, so you know it's going to be 
real good. Hey, Jay, yeah. 90% of Google users like this film. Okay. I'm guessing those were all parents who put this movie on and shut up their kids for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, 79% of people on Google liked Flatliners. The remake. There's no, Not accounting. The... There's no accounting for taste. It's true. Bernadette Peters is in this movie, so... Huh. Well, I would say that I eagerly, eagerly await it, but I don't. Yeah. Uh. Thanks to Kaya for our podcast art. You can check out links to her work in the description down below. You can also check out links to Kevin McLeod, who mm-hmm. created our theme music, Sax Rock and Roll. Check that mm-hmm. out. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HAKPod and Instagram at HAKPodcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Give us a review on iTunes. Send us a message on Anchor. Wash your damn hands. Don't go outside. Mm-hmm. Eat your teeth. Brush your vegetables. This is a very cliche joke. Uh, stay safe out there, folks. Yep. And make sure you watched Land, Land Before Time 1 through 9 before getting into 10. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to watch 10 for this on. podcast. We're only going to watch 10. I'd be much... Honestly, I really, really wish we could be watching, like, Land Before Time 1. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is Kiefer Sutherland in that movie? No. Then you shut your mouth. Okay. But, yeah. That one was... This one was directed by Charles Grosvenor, okay? Okay, do you know who Charles Grosvenor is? No. (laughs) I'm guessing you don't either. He's the guy who directed Land Before Times 5 through 13 and, oh wait, no, he, 5 through 12, and he produced the Invader Sizim movie? Well, there you go. So. Hey, this movie but, was nominated at the DVD Exclusive Awards for Best Animated DVD Premiere Movie and Best Original Song in the DVD Premiere Movie, and it won neither of those. So. Huh. Thank you for listening. I've been Zach the team. I've been Jaden Cron. And this has been... He's a keeper. How are there so many Land Before Time movies?